Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, and on our Oakland Hard Jewelers Talk and Text Line, Ben McDonald, former LSU great, now with ESPN SEC Network. Ben, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. And, uh, man, your feelings about it. Man, you had a lot of blood, sweat, and tears for the Tigers. But to see it for that long and finally winning it and you see two generational guys in Dylan Cruz and Paul Skeens out there we may never see that happen in our lifetime again to see two of them like that on the same team well and uh, you know Ben is Paul Skeens Ben McDonald Jr. is that your <laughs> offspring somewhere or what <laughs> Hey, Bobby, he, he's way bigger than me. Like, this dude, this dude looks like a linebacker or a tight end. I mean, 6'6", six, 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 250, man. I mean, he's a, he's a giant. But I uh, appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, look, um, happy for LSU, right? I'm happy for Jay Johnson, who and just in his second year, man, has turned this thing around and uh, took Palmineri, some of Palmineri's old older players, you know, some guys that's been around the block once or twice and, of course, uh, you know, Dylan Cruz and Trey Morgan and Travinsky and Beloso and Dugas and Joe Bear and Thompson were all Maneri's guys. And Jay comes in and he, and he sprinkles uh, some big-time talent in there with, with Tommy Tanks, of course, and Skeens and Thatcher Hurd. And, look, man, it, it was special at the beginning of the year. Then you, know, you guys know about the injuries, of course, and LSU backed up a little bit their last 14 games, you know, going into the NCAA tournament. They were only 7-7, seven and seven, man. And I think everybody was – was very, very right. worried, you know, and all of a sudden, man, Jay Johnson kind of rallied the troops in the regionals. They looked really good in the regionals. They looked really good in the supers and, and just took it right on into the College World Series, man. And think about this. If I had told you guys a month ago that LSU was going to win the national championship and get to the championship series, win two out of three from Florida, and Paul Skeens wouldn't even pitch right. in the championship series. You guys would have thought I was crazy. No, the, the, that's, like a that's, movie. True. that's like a movie of fantasy. That ain't happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, I mean, that's what happened. I mean, look, the, the, this bullpen rose to the occasion. Uh, I mean, you go down the line and some guys that have really struggled this year, but like Thatcher Hurd, Nate Ashenhausen, Gidry, Herring, Riley Cooper, some guys that have been off and on, kind of, kind of, you know, just a little bit inconsistent, I guess. All of a sudden, man, just caught fire at the right time. The LSU bullpen was outstanding. And uh, Ty Floyd, how about that? Ty Floyd. Are you kidding me, man? That's what I was going to ask you, Ben. I'm looking at Ty Floyd. Had a career-high 17 strikeouts over eight innings, tying for the second most in a single game in the College World Series. 
giving him 27 strikeouts and two starts. He came yeah. out touching 98 miles per hour with his fastball. His velocity was always around uh, 95 miles per hour. And then I'm looking at it because, you know, I love history, Ben. I, I, I was looking at this. Let me tell you, his performance with the 17 strikeouts tied the record for strikeouts in a nine-inning game in College World Series history. You got to go back to the Sun Devils, Arizona State, with Ed Bain back in 1972. That's over right. 50 years. Come on, <laughs> yeah. man. No, I mean, yeah, do, no. do we give Ty Floyd enough credit what he did? No, I look. I mean, that that all kind of got overlooked, right? And and you, it's hard to overlook 17 strikeouts, but somehow we did. And look, he broke the SEC record for strikeouts too, because uh, LSU's <laughs> own Brett Laxton in a championship game in '93, you know, had 16 punch outs. And so, look, Ty Floyd. Here's the bottom line with Ty Floyd: he made himself some money, uh, you know, he in sure his last because he's draftable this year, and I'm sure he's going to move up a good many spots. You know, I don't know if he sneaked into the first round, but it's an elite fastball, and we've always said that about him, when he can land his breaking ball and kind of get that going. But I want to say, if I, if I looked at it right, either 13 or 14 of his 17 strikeouts came on the fastball. It, it's just a special fastball, you know. And so, you know, Thatcher Hurd came into his own. Ackenhausen had his first start of the year, right, with six innings of shutout ball during all that stuff. So it's nice to see it all come together. And, and again, I'm happy for LSU people. I'm happy for, uh, for Jay Johnson. And it was, it was a hell of a run, man. And look, you just get the feeling like Kim Mulkey, what she's about to do. You just get the feeling there ain't no backing up with Jay Johnson. Like I know they're going to lose a lot of guys that it just feels like between the portal and the recruiting class, he's just about to reload and take off again. Well, uh, Ben, you know what it is now, uh, you know, LSU, uh, Tiger faithful, it's like, what is coaching the football <laughs> yeah. season? Yeah. There's a little yeah. pressure there. <laughs> right? I'm fixing to say, just a little bit more pressure on him right now after what Monkey did and what Johnson did, you know. It's like, all right, who's next? Who's next? You know, and so, it, look, it's a – but listen, I've always said this about LSU. Uh, as passionate as our fan base is and the way we support it down here and the atmosphere and the culture down here, LSU should be. And I'm not saying that we should win national championships every year because they're too hard to win. But in football and in baseball, and I think in women's basketball for a long time, we, in the hunt. we should be in, we should be in the conversation every year. You know what I'm saying? Like we should yes. be thought of and talking about. Oh my God! Hope we don't play LSU this year. You know, I mean, I just think that's where LSU is supposed to be. So hopefully, this is the beginning of a nice long run of consistency for LSU sports. Now, uh, you know, Ben, uh, this doesn't usually happen. Uh, you look since 2003 when the College World Series went uh, to the best of three championship series format. Ten series have gone to a third game, and the game two winner went on to win game three seven times. So, Ben, 70%. So, uh, right. tell me. Uh, come on, Ben. You might be asking me, uh, or you might say, no, Bobby, I, I thought it would happen. After what happened in game two, I, I was just hoping. I said, maybe we could pull out a win because uh, we still got Paul Skeens. But to beat Florida and Paul Skeens doesn't even have to pitch. I mean, uh, uh, that game, I was almost like pitching myself. I'm living over by the lake in New Orleans and Lake Shore. It was like, wait, it's not 4th of July or, or, or like New Year's. His fireworks are going <laughs> off because LSU's the champion. But uh, after game two, talk about going from the outhouse to the penthouse. Ben, <laughs> it was unbelievable. Yeah, no, I mean, look, I don't think anybody saw LSU losing 24-4, to of course. And I don't think anybody saw LSU winning 
like they did. But you know what? That's baseball, man. I'm a people say, can, can you explain that? And I said one word: baseball. I mean, baseball yeah. is a crazy game. That's why we all love it because out of all of our major sports, it's the most unpredictable sport that we have, right? I mean, it's just like you. You don't never know. And I felt like, you know, with Jack Caglion, the Florida pitcher on the mound, I've seen him pitch a few times this year. And, look, he could get really wild. I kept telling people, I said, I don't know how long Caglion can go because LSU is very disciplined at not swinging at balls for the most part. And he's had a, he can really walk you. He can put some guys on base. And that's how it really began. He just struggled to throw strikes. And LSU was really good at taking some pitches, and it got going. And, quite frankly, LSU – had a hard time coming up with a big hit. You know, you go back and look at the college world right. series, LSU had scored some runs, but the big hit, man, had been hard to come by, but they finally put it all together. Thatcher heard on short rest, which, you know, he gives up what two runs in the first inning and then just goes, okay, that's enough. I'm going in shutdown mode. And that's what he did, you know? And so it, it was, it was special for LSU. So many heroes. I'm happy for that kid, Jordan Thompson, man, who just took a yes. beating on show, social media, just beating him up after game two, you know, and this kid worked so hard to be better this year. And he was better this year, just on the big stage. He wasn't good, but he drove in a couple runs, including the first run yesterday for LSU. And so I'm well, happy for that. And, kid, and, man. and, and you know, happy. Ben, uh, I look at Thompson, I can tell you, I'm like, my wife looked at me like all of a sudden I had a tear in my eyes. She goes, well, 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 why are you crying uh, or almost crying? I'm like, well, because I know the adversity uh, when you uh, what one for thirty, and you playing at LSU, and you're in a shortstop, a pivotal position, and all of a sudden you came came through in the clutch. I was like, yes, oh yes. <laughs> I was like, how can you not cheer for him? What? Right. I mean, that if that was your son, and you're out there. I mean, that, that that was unbelievable. How can you not beef at Thompson and what he did? And the fans yeah. to cheer for him. Uh, they yeah. were really yeah. so supportive of him yesterday. Yeah, but they were so supportive, but they would have booed him right. if you don't get No, no they would have, but, but, but they, when they he cared. came no, up no, to no. bat, I, I, they, they did support hey, him. That, that pressure, talk about the sphincter tightening up. Uh, that, 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 ben, uh, yeah, come on, you, you were the best yeah. of the best. But uh, I'll talk about all, all the players at LSU and the pressure, considering he's a seasoned veteran, how he came through. I was like, man, man, I love that guy. I, I like that guy hung in there. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, I told my wife this too. I said, that kid right there is the toughest kid on that team, mentally and physically. To go through what he went through, to be failing on the biggest stage and yet answer the bell at a premium position to go back out of yeah. shortstop and come through. A lot of kids would have folded up, man, and wouldn't have been able to yep. take the pressure. Because you're right. When you play shortstop at LSU, it ain't like playing any other position. Because you go back and look at the history of our shortstops we've had over the years. Alex Bregman and Nola, and you can go on and DJ LeMayhew, and you can go on and on down the line. We've had some stars. And where you're the shortstop of LSU, you're known nationally. And for the kid to be doing what he was doing, he came out and did what he did, told me a lot about that kid. He's as tough as there is any of them, you know. And so I'm happy for him. I'm happy for Kay Beloso, who yes. blew out a knee last year in the first game of the year, hopping up and down in a huddle a minute before the game, told me when I saw him on crutches, Two days later, he said, Ben, I think I'm done, man. I'm going to get married. It's been a great run. I've enjoyed my, my time at college baseball, but it's passed me by. I'm retiring. That was a little over a year ago. The kid changed his mind. He got healthy. He comes back. He jumps back in there. He puts off his marriage, by the way, and he jumps back in there for his fifth year and ends up being a star on the team. I'm happy for Gavin Dugas. 
his fifth year, who back in the fall ball, think about it, guys, had an eye condition that the doctor said if he would have waited longer to come see him, he might be blind right now. His career was in jeopardy. They had to do a procedure on, on his cornea to get him right. He's wearing contacts now to see, and yet he ends up being a big part of this, too. So there's It's a so movie. Many great it's a movie. Stories. It's a movie, yeah, Ben. so many great stories. <laughs> I mean, you mentioned Dylan Cruz, who, and I know it's a mouthful and people look at me crazy, but I've seen all the greats go through LSU. I've played with some, and I've seen all the great position players go through. That kid will go down as the greatest position player to ever wear a Tiger baseball uniform yep. because he's just – and look, I've told people, some guys hit it further. Some guys ran faster. Some guys had better arms. Some guys did this better. But when you put the complete package together of a kid who performed at an elite level for three years at LSU, he's the best there is. And look, Paul Skeens, I hadn't seen a guy like Paul Skeens, y'all. And I got to go back to Ben McDonald 25 years ago. Well, you know, I don't. That's going even further back. That was 34 <laughs> years ago. But, uh, but you know. Strasburg is as far back as I can remember. Yeah, San Diego you know? State. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 That's right. And so, look, it was a, a, a wonderful group. But I'm going to tell you, and you guys, Bobby, you know this. This team, when I was around them during the fall, it felt different. And for whatever reason, there was a lot of new faces, a lot of big egos I thought on that team. But you know what? Jay Johnson did a wonderful job of saying, hey, we're going to pull in this direction right here. We're all going to pull in this direction because we got a chance to do something special this year. And even with all the talent, they all grabbed the rope and they all went in the same direction with it. And then you turn around after four months and they're national champions. So it's a really cool story. It, I think this is an unforgettable. All the teams that win titles are special, right? But right, right. 23 team, man, everything that they went through, all the pieces that they had, the new players, the fabulous talent that they had. Uh, and, and you guys very well could in the history of the MLB draft, you could see two players go one-two on yeah. the same team. That's never happened before. So it's really, really a cool story. Now, uh, you know, Ben, uh, when I look at this and you bring up uh, Dylan Cruz, uh, look at the expectation, the pressure uh, from day one, and all of a sudden he he, he could have went Major League Baseball and he comes to LSU. Uh, right. it, 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 is this um, – Maybe exaggerated, uh, or you might be able to explain this because you're a baseball guy. I, I'm a baseball fan. I mean, I look at Dylan Cruz. Uh, you think he's always getting on base. And 75 uh, straight games, consecutive games that he reached base, you're dating back to June 3rd, 2022. I'll say somebody, if somebody had been like a prophet, uh, Nartradamus or something, you could be like, Okay, I'm telling you, D- Dylan Cruz, from this day forward, June 3rd, 2022, he'll be on base throughout his LSU career from now on. You'd have been like, what? he got to have an off game now and then. So 75 right. straight games that you're on base. I mean, to me, that uh, shows you his significant impact, whether you're walking or whether you're getting hit, whatever might occur. But 75 straight games going back to June the 3rd, 2022. Yeah, it's phenomenal. And it says two things about Dylan Cruz. One, it says he's a team player. And somebody asked him in an interview, I was sitting there listening to him, he said, well, you don't, you're not hit as many home runs as you did last year. And he looked at the camera and he said, you know what? I don't have to hit home runs this year. My job is to get on base. Because did you see who's hitting behind me? There's a guy by the name of Tommy White at the end of the year with 102 <laughs> RBIs in a college season. Are you kidding me? And Dylan Cruz looked at the camera and he goes, I ain't got to hit home runs this year. My job for us to win is 
I got to get on base. Dylan Cruz could have been more selfish and chased balls out of the zone and extended it bats and done certain things to try to get pitches to hit out of the ballpark, but he didn't. He took his walks. Of course, he hit you know, over 420 this year. Right. He did those kind of things. He realized what it was going to take to win. He was not a selfish player. And the other thing that speaks to him is that, to me, is how he's really improved his game. Right, His freshman year, there was some swing and miss there. Although he had 18 homers, he swung and missed a good bit. But his swing decisions, not chasing balls out of the zone, really came into play this year where he got on bases. I, I think that like the second highest rate in all of college baseball this year, the on-base percentage was just absolutely off the charts. And to do it as consistently, and that's what I told somebody, you know, when you're the dude, Bobby, and you're expected to be the number yep. one pick, and you got to live up to that, and you don't take a step back, you take a step forward, and you look it right in the face and you say, you know what? I'm the dude, and I'm going to play like the dude this year. Dylan Cruz is the dude, man. That's all I'm going to tell you. And he deserves to be the number one pick in the country this year. I think, you know, if the Pirates are we're looking for the best position player, he's the guy. I don't know if they're going to try to go a different direction and save money. and Yeah, save money. That's the thing, save money. Yeah, that'd be the right. only thing. Uh, well, maybe you're going a different direction. Ben, one of the things, right. when you do a highlight reel of this season, that's plenty to pick from, from, but in the World Series time, those two plays that stick out for me. The Josh Pearson, he gets off the ground and he makes that catch in flight yep. and throws it in. And Trey Morgan and Malazzo. Yep. Uh, I mean, that you could have only done that one type of play. And they were able to well, pull it off because it was so close at that time. Right. But those two plays, that's got to be part of the highlight reel and the ending of it. Well, because well, well, it was really... Not so much with the bats. The pitching really came through. But these guys making definitive plays when they really – everything on the line. And, you know, a bit right. like Mike, Mike saying, like uh, Trey Morgan, to me that was a football play. I don't know. I try to compare all sports, but I'm like saying, okay, it's a, a, a suicide squeeze and it's coming up and that bunt and all. It's like an option play. Okay, you're being aggressive to the ball – I mean, come on. He's not like, I got to step and throw. No, you can't step and throw. And then he's safe. No, I'm going to dive and launch my body and pitch it to the catcher. Malazzo tags him out. Hell yeah. Wait for it. You're out. You're out. I mean, it was like a quarterback running the wishbone. uh, No, to me, right then, that play right there is like, oh, this might be a team of destiny. Yeah, and Josh's yeah. jump up in the air to make that play. Right. Man, that, that's extra basis. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. And, look, that probably would have won the game. That was Wyatt Langford yeah. that hit that, and it probably would have won the game if that ball gets over his head and Pearson makes a, a, an unbelievable play. You know, and that's the thing about LSU. They started the year really awesome on defense, and then it began to back up, and they backed up, and they backed up. But they got – I mean, look, it all came together, and they got their defense – right at the right time. And you're right. I mean, when you get to postseason play and doing what LSU had to do, let's not forget they had to win three games in a row to get to the championship series. They had to knock off the number one team in the country in two of those three to do that. Right. And yet they find a way to do it. And then they get to the championship series against Florida. The, the play that Trey Morgan made, I mean, we know that. I mean, ever since Trey Morgan stepped on camp to LSU, he's been arguably the best defending first baseman in the entire country. I don't think that's even a question. And to read a play like that. And, Bob, that's one of those dream plays that you work on, you work on your, right. the internal clock. You've got this internal clock in your head, and you know exactly much, how much time you have to complete this play. And he comes flying in and just flips it home, makes a great flip. And then Alex Malazzo, who I love to death. I coached him for five years in travel ball. He played with my team, Whoa. and he played on my son's team. 
for five years. He's the toughest kid I, I think I've ever seen or coached or been around. And he makes a fabulous quick tag. You know, and, and that was a game ender too. You know, if that play is made, yes. it changes everything about that game as well. You know, and so the bottom line is, is the boys made plays when they had to make plays. The pitchers came up and they pitched it like they hadn't pitched it all year long. And that's what it takes, look, to win a national championship. you got to do something above and beyond than what you've typically done throughout the season, and LSU managed to do that. Now, Ben, before we let you run, uh, boy, I, I love talking to you because I think you as Louisiana as me. Uh, you might be from North Louisiana, I'm from South Louisiana, but you can't get more Louisiana than now, us. If you're from and, Denham Springs, he's uh, from North Louisiana to us. North Louisiana from where Bobby's from. Yeah, from Baltimore. No, no, without a doubt. Uh, so but, but when I look at that, uh, whether you're uh, north of I-10, south of I-10 and all that, but uh, the, the one thing, Ben, and I know you still involve, uh, how about them Orioles? Hey, uh, Baltimore. I mean, uh, I'm glad uh, you're talking about my Orioles a little bit. No, 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 no. People down here talking about my Orioles. But because I'm like Ben, they are are truly relevant. I mean, uh, come on, you you got to get get on your. uh, yeah, what would you call that? Your stomp or, or uh, high hog, whatever? Because uh, yeah. Baltimore truly is relevant this season, what they've done so far. My Baltimore Orioles right now are 19 games above 500. They have the second best record in the American League, and they have the third best record in all of Major League Baseball. Hello, fans out there. And so. Listen, I'm excited about that. I was excited about coming to the college game for five weeks. And when I left, the Orioles were playing well. They continue to play well. And, I look, I'm headed back to Baltimore on Thursday. I start a series on Friday with the Orioles and the Twins. And so, yeah, man, I can't lose this year. I mean, the LSU wasn't as a championship. And my Baltimore Orioles looks like if they continue to do well, going to be in the playoffs for the first time since 2016, man. And so – I, look, I'm looking forward to that down the stretch. I'll be heavy with the Orioles, uh, you know, July, August, and September. And so I'm happy for the birds, man, where they've come from. You talk about rock bottom the last three or four years to going to be a playoff team that looks like this year. So I'm, I'm pumped up about that for sure. Ben, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Always appreciate it. And you do fabulous job, man. To, to, to transition I, I that, you do a great it. job, man. Well, 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 I, I appreciate it. I enjoy spending time with you guys. Well, right. well, well, Ben, you're real Louisiana, and uh, we all love real Louisiana. I mean, homegrown. Yeah. Homegrown, that's it. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Appreciate I it. I ain't the Cajun cannon, man, but I'm that good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thank you, Ben. We appreciate it. Y'all be good. All righty. That was Ben McDonald. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 